Welcome back to another episode of the Occupine Podcast. It is I, Jack Maxwell, joined by my good friend and co-host, Tyler Trigg. And we're coming to you on a uh, on a Thursday night full of wonder and football and basketball and and uh yeah Trey, how you doing over there doing good i mean it it was uh you know it was fun to uh you know be back at it first week of ball is here got a lot you know it's early it's early but definitely a lot of early impressions as a bull fan i'm not feeling great kind of knew that but you know, I'm just excited to have, you know, excited to like have some normalcy in my life again. Yes, I, I'm I'm right there with you. No more just waking up in the middle of the morning full of sweat, just anxious about the start of the NBA. It's here and uh now I can just get anxious watching the Timberwolves. Um I don't have any I don't have any fingernails anymore. I've just been biting those off every time I'm watching the Wolves play. I'm over that phase. I don't even, my brain just turns off. Well, I mean, it. your team really doesn't have much hope. No hope. I mean, no they, guts. Had, they, had a, they had a players only meeting after the first game of the season. And we were about to beat an undefeated Luca team. And then it was, they were winning the whole game. And then the last like three minutes, Luca just starts just like, oh, I should probably start playing. And then we lose. Like the one bad game we had this year. And he just, Figures it out at the end. I mean, of course. Yeah, that's uh but what I will say, I was getting just some Vietnam flashbacks to just like the other night, just you know, had a little too much to drink. Uh oh. Probably shouldn't be on your phone. You're shooting texts at people you probably shouldn't, saying things you probably should have. And I just got woke up or I didn't wake up, I was just up. And I just see just a, a woge bomb at like 1.30 in the morning. I was like, woo. I was like, I wonder who's up right now. I wonder if like Shams or like Woj or any of those guys are just like kind of have their like their alarms kind of on. Like their the ringers are on next to their wives. Phone's probably blowing up, waking up the whole house. Well, we all well we well Shams isn't married. He's he's flirting with his uh, co-host. True, but no, he's married, uh, to, the, married Woj, to the game. Woj was uh, at an airport and basically he was told to not board the flight because yeah, because he wanted to report it first. Well, yeah, like he was gonna have to be on the phone and such, so he didn't board the flight. Oh, sure. And yeah, blockbuster trade. James Harden is going to the Clippers for a package of uh Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nick Batoon, KJ Martin, um a 2028 unprotected first round pick, two second round picks, and then uh looks like two pick swaps, one in 2029 and then a 2026 one from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Along with Harden is going uh PJ Tucker, of course, they're a package deal. No matter where they go, and yeah. and Philip Petrusev, who is actually now just flipped to the Kings for uh, for for I don't think anything cash. It happened. The trade has happened. It was kind of the writing on the wall. There were really no other teams that were interested in in trading for uh, this this James Harden character, and we didn't get to see him in a fat suit. We didn't need to see any of his games. He just got he got his way. I mean, this man has been on a four, quote unquote, big three kind of super team esque situations. I don't know. I I've I've kind of lost all interest in James Harden. I just don't. He's a he's a phenomenal player. I mean, ten time All Star. I just don't know. I don't know. I I don't even want to talk about it. I'll let I'll let you start and then I'll chime in. I mean, I feel like both teams are going to come out and say that they won. I mean, Philly came out with, you know, more draft equity. They got they ended up with two first-round picks, correct? They ended up with a first-round pick from another team. Yeah, they sent they sent away one unprotected or – okay. They uh, – seven pitchers are receiving one unprotected pick, and they got two pick swaps. 
Yeah. So you got some draft equity and then you're looking in the next summer, you have, you know, you have a max slot. Um, you have some more trade pieces for this year. If you want to make a move, you got some expirings and you obviously have, yeah, got more draft equity. So that helps them there. And I mean, you can just move on. It was time. Um, wasn't, I think Darren Mori has learned to not take this deep into the year, especially with, I don't want to spoil my first topic, but especially with the way the team has looked one person specifically, um, it, it was, the writing was on the wall to move on, but and then the Clippers, that's, it's going to be weird. I'm not sure. Like it, it like at first, you know, it's, it's really flashy on paper. It is. I mean, especially back when it was like 2014, this team would be just an undeniable NBA champion. But for the people that think Russ is going to start with Harden and Paul George, Kawhi, and Zoo, I don't know how that – I don't like that. I think that's super, super clunky. Russ can't shoot. Harden's not really a traditional – doesn't play like a two-guard at all anymore. Nope. Pure point guard. You have three guys that like are ball dominant: Kawhi, Russ, and Harden. And I mean, I, I don't know if you saw Russ at the end of that Lakers game, but oh, God. I don't want. I don't necessarily want the ball in his hand that much. No, or at least try. The 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 reason why his fit with LA has worked is because he brings the much needed energy that this lifeless team has has so much lacked ever since they lost Pat Beverly. And I mean, look, Paul George is averaging 27 right now. And the big reason is him and him and Russ have had really good chemistry. I mean, he was an yeah, MVP when Russ and him were together in Oklahoma. Russ just, Russ just should not be shooting the ball in crunch time. That's just like an, a, a, another takeaway I have from like this game. Like, dude, stop shooting threes in crunch time. For God fuck's sake, pass the ball. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing is stronger. Um, than the confidence in, that Russell has in his own. Yeah. <laughs> so I just don't see like, this. Like, yeah. And you can, I remember like, yeah, they had a great year in Houston. They were also a lot younger, a lot, a lot younger, a lot of different players. I don't know. I just, uh, I, the, I agree. The fit will be clunky. I think they'll figure it out. Russell will come off the pine eventually. I think he has to, I think you start, yeah. I think to start off, um, I mean, I, I don't know if they're gonna start Tucker. I no, mean, I don't start, think no, 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 no. No, you start. I think it's crazy. Man. But like the reason you have enough scoring out there with Harden, Kawhi, and Paul George, the reason Peter Tucker's out there is because I mean, f- to go guard one of the best players on the floor, whether it's LeBron or AD or whoever it is, and like rebounding, which the team does need help with. But who it's probably gonna be? He's not healthy yet, but it's probably gonna be Terrence Mann mm-hmm. that will start. Come playoff time, maybe maybe PJ Tucker gets the starting nod, depending upon the matchups. But I feel like you give man the, I mean, well, you, he's a he's a really good screener too. He is, he is. But like man's the reason. Like you wanted it, man was the 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 chip that you had to keep, and he's here still. And I feel like you should. I feel like that means you're gonna. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Like I mean, they they managed to keep Norman Powell and Terrence Man. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, mean, speaking of Nor, speaking of sorry, speaking of Norman Powell, I don't even know if it would be that crazy for Norman to start because he can just spot up and shoot. Yeah, and with Harden, I think they like him more as a six man though. Yeah, where he has kind of he has control to like do his own thing and just go out and score. Yeah, he has a, he has a little bit more autonomy and he can fit really on any of the wing positions. He could, you know, with their offense, he can play a two, three, or a four. So he can really slot in. Now with Harden here too, he's just going to be able to slot in uh, really anywhere. And I'm like, yeah, this team's going to be, this team is now a better team. This team is definitely a better team. James Harden, didn't he win the assist uh, crown last season? Most assists per game? Um, I It was him or Trey. I believe Harden won it though. Yeah. So, I mean, you have one of the best distributors in the league and – He's gonna he's gonna be a great point guard for this squad. It is gonna be interesting because he is a ball dominant player, and Kawhi likes having the ball in his hands. I mean, PG is a great ISO scorer. 
we all know Russell Westbrook and uh, his tendencies. I just uh, yeah. I don't think Kawhi's just gonna want to sit in the corner and shoot threes. No, no, he's not. He he's a two-time Finals MVP. <laughs> I mean, he looked like a demon last night too. He's I don't like, know. Very good. I just this. I think I think Billy's the winner here purely because, I mean, the Clippers. I don't even know how many picks they have in the future. I think they're all gone. I mean, that's that's and that's why you. I mean, you had to be all in. You had to be all in for this. But like I mean, all just, these guys are free agents after this season. Like your big four guys are all free agents. If they if two of them leave, I mean, they'll probably. I imagine they would resign. They're all from. Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, Los I don't Angeles. see why they wouldn't resign. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I think the 76ers win. They get they get good picks. These guys are all aging superstars and this really sets them up to make a big trade. And I think we're going to see a big trade from Philadelphia this season. They're going to go get another guy, whether it's OG and Anubi, whether it's Zach Levine, um Charles Barkley thinks they should trade for Carl Anthony Towns, which I thought was a a really no. a really funny take. Yeah, I I I don't know. I I mean, I think this would be a good time to section into your first topic, but I think this 76ers team led yeah. by Joel Embiid and the up and coming potential first time All Star. Uh, sorry, final thoughts. Just fi- final thoughts here on the clips. Okay. I think they are. I think they are a championship contender. I will say that. I don't see why they wouldn't be. And the nice thing is you have a whole year to pretty much figure this thing out. Oh, yeah. I think they will. And I think they'll be really good. But it's going to be – I mean, someone's going to have to make a sacrifice. Probably has to be Harden. I mean, Russ going to the bench too, but Russ will have a lot more just free, like, just, like, freedom on the bench. And Bones Highland's probably going to drop back to, like, a tenth of man. But – I don't think this team is better than Denver. No, I don't. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Absolutely not. Okay. I don't. But I think they could. Uh, I think they could make noise. I mean, I, I just I wouldn't rule them out of anything if they can stay healthy. Anything's possible. Totally. No. I. I you know, I, I, how good Kawhi is, Paul George is, how good Harden can be. I mean, he's gonna be the third option, which is a, a spot where we haven't seen him. So it'll be interesting. I think. You know. It's, I love the league consistently changing. It's, you know, just it's a little more juicier come playoff time. No, but it's juicy. I'm, it's juicy. The Clippers, like, had, they had to make this move. They didn't feel like they were they were good enough, and they weren't good enough. So, at the end of the day, like, you really shot your shot, and you just, it's all you can do. Got to no, be all in. You got to go all in uh, just if uh, fans could watch the games on Bally Sports, you know? If yeah. Only- <laughs> but yeah, like you're saying for the Sixers, kind of just so we're gonna go just a little like rapid fire here, just like okay. first our take from this first week. Um, so I'll I'll go, then you go, and just back and forth. Um, first impression, I think Ty- Tyrese Maxey's making All NBA team this year. Interesting. He's definitely making All Star team. I think he can make an All NBA team. This dude looks incredible. Like shooting the shit out of the ball, like forty, like over forty from deep, just like scoring over thirty a night, and he's passing it too. Like he's like thirty eight and eight or something, just ridiculous like that. Um, I mean, and this was, and I said, I kind of said it in our award podcast. I'm like, wow, I feel like I might kind of regret mine because Harden gets traded this early. Yeah, he's, he's averaging thirty six and six through those first few games there. Um, if Harden gets, and of course the one game I started in fantasy, he's just not playing well tonight, <laughs> of course. Um, if Harden gets traded, especially if he's traded early enough, they're going to unleash this monster. And this yeah. dude full is a full head of steam coming down the basketball court with the ball. I think it's him and De'Aaron Fox court, court, the, like, um, end zone, end zone, or, one court or one baseline to the other like these are the two fastest dudes with the basketball and you can just see like this team plays with so much energy when he's out there just running the ball up the court um I mean he's he's one of the bigger knocks was that he's not a really distributor 
and he's not. He's not like a pure blood point guard, but he, you know, he's been doing it this year. And I mean, he's bringing energy defensively. He's just, yeah, like shoot, just scoring everywhere. And I think if you're Joel, you're like, okay, you know, I was like, gonna ask out of here. But this dude is really good. We can get one more guy. This I, team can I, get really good. I totally feel you like that one. If he can, if Tyrese, the Sixers are like a, a playoff spot and Tyrese Maxey just keeps playing like this, like this dude's going to make his first all-star, all-star team. And I think he's definitely going to be in the all-NBA conversation. Like he's been that good. All right. Uh, I like that first take. Um, I don't know whether or not I have a take here or not, but uh, the Mil- I mean, it is a, it's an observation. The Milwaukee Bucks have the worst defensive rating in the entire league. And we mm-hmm. kind of talked about this. You know, I you know we went back and forth, and I didn't think losing Drew was going to be that much of a loss defensively. I mean, I knew they were going to not be like a top ten defense anymore. I just I thought they'd be an average NBA defense. They still have Giannis. They still have Brook Lopez, but no, they are last place in defensive rating. And yes, we're four games in. A lot can change. I just uh, I thought that was a very interesting. Yeah. I don't think Dame's been quite good enough to, so far at least, to really kind of blank put a blanket over that. I just, I mean, we kind of said it like, what if Milwaukee is just scratching their head, being like, oh god, we said Drew's in Boston now, and like our defense just isn't good. Because I said like, you know, Chris is aging. And I don't know how healthy he is consistently. Brooks getting pretty old. Dame is just that really a good defender is that fair uh yeah i mean i think he below he hasn't, average he hasn't had to play defense for the last like three seasons yeah so i mean i think he's i think he's i'd say he's average a little below average but i think he i wouldn't say he's like he's not trey young bad yeah i don't think they're going to be at the bottom of the league come the end of the season but i just it'll be interesting to see where they're actually at I mean, right now they're scoring the ninth most uh, points per game, which so like their offenses look smooth. But yeah, no, I just thought that was uh, I think that I mean them being last place in defense. I think I don't think anyone saw that one coming. I think that just shows uh, just how really good Drew Holiday is. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Got another one for you. Okay. Um. I think we're gonna have two rookies. In, in the top, in the discussion for all defensive team, maybe even defensive player of the year. I feel like I think we're gonna have two rookies that are gonna be in the conversation. Are you going uh, Asor Thompson and Chet Holmgren? Wem- Wemby and Chet. You're you're glossing over Asar Thompson right now. No, I, I do have a star Thompson kind of like I, – I think he's going to be like in the talks for like all, all NBA defense too. He's looked phenomenal. I don't he know. Absolutely, I don't know. Absolutely. You're coming off as a casual right now not knowing about a star Thompson. Yeah, I know. He, he limited his shade to like two for eight or two for nine from shooting the other night. And he's been very, very good. Uh, Yeah, I picked him for my uh... – if one of my, uh, I believe, uh, rookie, rookie, I think he's on my first all rookie team. I think I had him, I think yeah. I had him lotted at that. Um, I like that take, you know, uh, Chet, I mean, Chet's been ridiculous, he, yeah, he had seven blocks in one of those games, which is like crazy. Um, yeah, and when when Yana, I've, I've watched a couple of his games now, and they're gonna start up in about a little bit tonight, rematch against the the Suns and wow this this guy I mean the one guy that looks good on him was when uh that that KD jumper did you see that one KD jump shot that he hit over uh Wemby yeah so what I'll say is so Wemby is at 2.3 blocks a game one and a half steals a night and let's see where Chet's at real quick just for comparison Chet is at 2.6 blocks and a steal a night 
Those are all defense numbers by both those guys. Those yeah. numbers get you an all defense team. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like all defensive teams are also pretty tied to your overall team defense. So, I mean, if the Spurs are able to hold down one of the better defensive teams, I think it's which, fair. which right now the Spurs have the, let's see, where are the Spurs? Why did I not find the Spurs in this list? Defensive rating. Spurs have the 24th uh, best defense right now. So they're, I mean. Yeah, but I think the NBA media will, will, glaze, will just glaze Wembenyama. Yeah, he's going to be winning awards. Um, I don't know if you've been watching Wembenyama, but. I did. He, I've watched a couple of his games. He he is special. The way he's able to just like get right in, right into his zone, right into his pocket for his jump shot. And it's art like it's that's at some dude's head, like he's insane, and I don't know. I uh, I'm excited to keep watching this kid grow. And the entire Spurs team, I think Spurs little moment right here. Devin Vassell's looked really good to start the year. They have Jeremy Sochin running point guard, which I kind of thought would be funky, but it's it's looked good. He's a talented defender, and then, I mean like they have Trey Jones coming off the pine, and he's looked really well. I don't know I, I like the Spurs team watching uh watching their game on Tuesday night against the Suns national television watching this young team run and... um, uh, this is great keep going but we're gonna have to take a commercial break because the five piece chicken strips meal I had from Popeyes is not settling right now so I gotta take a breather. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we will be back in a moment with. Another episode of the Off the Pine Podcast. All right, let's kick it off where we left off. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, sorry about that break. Uh, technical yeah. difficulties. Technical, technical difficulties. Um, you know what? What were we talking about again? I think we were talking about. Uh, I think I was talking about Lemby, the Spurs, yeah. chat. Um, yeah, I mean, Chet Holmgren has the second most blocks in the lead right now. Um, Victor has the seventh most, and Asor Thompson has the sixth most blocks in the lead right now. All rookies. Uh, Jalen Dern is 10 right now, so a lot of, lot of young guys yeah. getting a part of the block party to start the season. Um, it's fun to see. Well, I do want to, I do want to make one other point. Um, I just got to find where, where's my, uh, yeah, I mean, but overall, I like, yeah, like you were kind of saying the Spurs, like, they look fun. And the Thunder look good. They've been really fun to watch. And I mean, I, I think the Thunder are going to be a lot better than the Spurs. But yeah, I mean, if like Chet and Wemby just kind of keep up the pace, like, I think they're going to be all defensive teams. I think they'll be, I'll be, I mean, like, it's all, it's positionless. And all they have to do is get the votes. So yeah. I don't think it's crazy. The next thing I wanted to say is that uh, the Heat are in last place in the Eastern Conference. And, mm-hmm. you know, they always find a way to sneak their way into the playoffs. But week one in the books, Jimmy's already sitting games. Um, I mean, Tyler Hero is shooting the shit out of the ball. But I don't know. This uh, definitely not the start that I expected from them. and. I, I don't know. I just like seeing them at 15 in the East is just, uh, that's not heat culture. And I think they'll turn it around. They'll probably start to pick up some games, but I, I, I think this team might need to make a move. I think they I think they need something else to feel a little. Thin. They don't have enough. They don't have enough offense. They just simply do not have enough offense. Yeah. I mean, I think they have, I think some of their guys are injured right now. Um, I know. I know that uh Martin Martin has been injured. Yep, Martin's been injured. Um I is Josh Richardson playing? You know if he's been playing? I don't know. I don't I feel like he's missed some games as well. I have the depth chart. Right right um No, he he's I guess he's says he's been in, but yeah, Caleb Martin's been out. Jimmy's been missing games and I don't know, I did not expect them to start this low. That is for damn sure. Uh, any other yeah, team or I mean, player that's jumping out to you? 
they always like you know like you said they always manage to figure it out but like this year kind of has like a weird feeling like they let a lot of their they let a lot of their depth go and just banking on them getting one of these bigger names and it just didn't happen and I just don't think there's enough offense. I don't think – I mean, Jimmy's not going to go insane during the regular season. It's just not who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, He's already sitting out games. Like I said, Hero, like – I mean, he's had some nice games. He's had some games where he's been eh, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a scorer. That's what you get. You know, he's not a – he relies One-dimensional. Yeah, he's pretty one-dimensional. Tyler, Tyler Hero can't be your go-to guy in offense and expect – you. Can, you can't expect that. Expect him to win you games on a nightly basis. No, and so Jimmy, I, I agree. I think you don't need to like push the panic button, but like you need to really start thinking of a contingency plan if you want this team to be serious. Jimmy's thirty four. Uh, another team that's doing bad. Grizzlies own five. I, I think yeah, I was gonna bring it. them. I was gonna bring them up, but I'll let I'll let you take the wheel on this one and. Well, I'll, Marcus, I'll okay, yeah, yeah, Marcus Smart has been uh, leading the league in steals. So, I mean, he's having a good start to the season. Uh, and they seem to be missing, you know, Dylan Brooks. He's played great so far for Houston. And maybe Memphis is looking a little silly for uh, making that statement that he will not be allowed back under any circumstances. And yeah, I mean, they're just, they're not a deep team. And like, I don't think they're going to survive without Ja. I didn't have them in the playoffs. When we went over our standings, I had said they were not going to make the playoffs. I, I had a feeling this 25-game stretch for them is going to be rough. I, I mean, like, yeah. Desmond Bain is – he's I think he's, he's an off-ball three-point off three shooter. I think he's, he's a three-point shooter. He's the third best player on a championship team. I yes. Think, I think he could be the third best player on a championship team, and he can't lead an offense by himself. No, There's no big man depth. Well, and it's like Derek you have Jaw. Jaw's driving to the rim just so fast and strong. Like he's able to draw guys in and just kick it right out to him and get him open a lot of those times. And I mean, it's it, Marcus Smart is chuck. He has to chuck up shots for them to stay in game. <laughs> that is just like a formula for disaster. Like this team is just without Jaw Morant, and even with Jaw Morant, I still don't think this team would be that great. They'd be with, they probably would have won a game or two. Yeah, they just some, don't think they'd be great. No, I don't think they'd be great either. Uh, I just don't see how this team is going to get any wins without them. They like they. I know they have a lot of young players. They have all their picks. They got to really start thinking about it. I mean, I remember they 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 were a team that were, were floating around the idea of an OG. OG trade. And they didn't have the guts to throw in their picks. They're like, oh, we love Kenny Lofton. We love David Roddy. Like, those guys aren't getting you anywhere. Those guys are not like I get you like your young core, but like that's not pushing the that's not pushing the needle for you. Like no. It's just not. Like let's let's see. Yeah. And realistically, should, should Derek Rose be getting as many minutes as he does tonight in that team? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, as much as I love them. Well, it just was a Halloween, or as NBA fans call it, you know, uh, the annual Derrick Rose night in celebration of his uh, first 50 point game a couple years ago. Yeah. With, uh, with the Wolves. And it was more than a couple of years ago. Yeah. What? How many years? How many years ago? It was like four. It was like four years ago. Four or five years ago. Oh, my God. I got a Snapchat store a memory from that night. And it was like four or five years. I know time flies. It was like oh, four or five years. I'm getting hot flashes. This is yeah, because he's been, he's already been in the Knicks for like three years. I guess. Thank you, Tibbs. Where he was, and then yeah, um, but yeah, but yeah, yeah I he mean, shouldn't be getting as many minutes. Um, this team, this team's bad. This team is this, bad. This team's bad. And and hey, at least I won't have to hear about Jaron Jackson Jr. for Defensive Player of the Year all over again. So thankful. And honestly, this team could use a lottery player. Like yeah, Jaws a leader, you know, JJJ is I don't think he's I don't think he's second best player on a championship team worthy. And Desmond Bain is a great steal for them, great find. But I think they could use another guy. And I think they I can think find they him too. in a draft and 
watch out. I I think they might or be. If, a they're, if they're if they're bad, if they're bad at deadline, they could trade their pick next year for someone really really good. If that pick's gonna be decent. Yeah, that that as well. They have options. Um, let's see another team. I kind of want to talk about the Timberwolves for a quick second. Oh, sorry, it's my turn. I gave you like two in a row. Oh, sorry. Let me let me make sure this. So, um, I do want to talk about, uh, like, I want to talk about the KP fit with Boston. Okay. So this first couple games, this dude, this dude looks like a brand new player. He looks like a like in def- like defense. He's getting like three blocks a night, like three or four, like. He's getting like these three, four block game. He's just shooting the shit out the ball right now. Um, we were kind of like wondering who is gonna take like the who's gonna get like the fall off between those guys. So yeah. far, I think I was kind of on the money where I think Jalen Brown is gonna is seeing the biggest decrease. Yeah, biggest dip in his numbers. Tatum's still going out for 2730. Yeah. Like Tatum's mm-hmm. the guy. Tatum's a guy, but like Boston looks scary. Dude, I mean, KP right now is shooting 45% from three-point range. Um, he's never even shot above 40% in his career, so maybe that'll dip down. Yeah. But in general, yeah, he's he's averaging just – How many blocks numbers. is he averaging? Uh, he's averaging 1.5 blocks, which is one of the lower numbers of his career. That seems low. Or those first couple of games, like he had like three and then he just dropped off from there? I think so, but yeah, his fit – his fit has looked nice. This team is, I remember, what was it? I think uh, I think he fouled out in one game that I was watching, and then they were able to put in Al Horford in, in clutch time, which, come on, can you, that, that rotation, that depth, being able to have that option of, oh, KP, our big man in the paint who can block shots, which Boston really hasn't had. I mean, Robert Williams could do it, but he wasn't, he wasn't as close as big as uh, KP, and he comes off the he comes off the floor, and then you have Al Horford, who's been one of the most consistent, who's been one of the consistently best defenders in the league since he's uh, been a part of the NBA. And I don't. This team looks fun. This team looks fun. They're the number one yeah. team in the East. They're four and zero. They have they're showing no signs of slowing down. They have four guys on their team capable of putting up points in bunches and. With the offense, Drew doesn't even need to score. Drew does not even need to score on this team. No, he's just he's... passing the ball and playing defense. Yeah, it's a defense that is being much missed in Milwaukee, and he's he's looking mm-hmm. good. I saw that he uh, he asked Isaiah Thomas if he could wear the the number four number. See that? Oh, what did he? What did Isaiah say? Well, he said, "Yeah, because he's he's wearing the number." But he uh, got he, he got it's blessing, which I think is cool. That he is cool. Not even, he's not even scoring the ball. Like he's averaging four assists. He's averaging thirteen points. Both of those figures are below his career average. Yeah. Gosh. It's interesting. I mean, he's shooting better from three. He's shooting thirty-seven and a half. Yeah, this team is a. Uh, this team's looking good, and you know Peyton Pritchard has looked good as well, and Derek White still looks good. Derek White, I love the hair. I love the shaved head. I do. I think it's a great look. I'm... But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that I I wasn't sure how like it would work those first few games, but I think kind of from what we're seeing, it's it's not going to be a hard fit, like. If anything, KP is probably gonna have might have the easiest year of his career. Oh well, I mean, he's de- yeah, he's gonna have the best plus minus of his career. This is the best team he's ever been on. And yeah, Boston. I remember that first game. That first game against the Knicks, he just came out shooting the shit out the ball, just hitting from. He was like hitting from like thirty feet out. I'm like, who is this dude? And it running is- back on defense and swatting the ball. I'm like, who is this guy? I've never – this is the, the kid that the New York Knicks drafted. This is what he was supposed to be. It's crazy that the depth, like how far back he actually attempts his three-pointers. Because a lot of guys are elite shooters and they shoot around the line. He's like consistently one or two steps behind the three-point line, sometimes three. Like consistently that's where he like – his sweet spot is from far out. And it's just like yeah. – it's wild just seeing him shoot these – 
and and they just go in. And he's he's just he's shooting shooting the shooting very well this year. Um, let's see if there if there is let's see I do uh I do want to make a public apology to the Dallas Mavericks. Um, one weekend I had them. Oh, not- I was gonna bring it up. I was gonna bring it up. Uh, I had them not making the playoffs. I had Luca not making an All NBA team. Uh, which I still think both of those things can still happen. But they started off 4-0, and they deserve the roses. They're playing really well. All their guys have been playing. And, yeah, I apologize to Luca and the Mavs. Yeah, the Derek, the Derek Jones Jr. Start, starting thing is very odd to me. Haven't quite figured that one out. Oh, you're just jealous because he never started on the Bulls. Is that it? Got me. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. You got me. <laughs> but Luca like looks like he's in the best shape of his life right now, and he's playing outrageous fucking basketball, dude. And Grant and Grant Williams has been playing he's very well. Been big, he's yeah. Been big, the team. He's been shooting the ball really well, and he's just like he's kind of been like the scrapper that they just they've just needed. They've needed a scrapper. I mean, like uh, Dorian Finney-Smith was kind of that guy, and ever since his exodus, I was a little worried about the defensive side of the ball for this team. And yeah, he, uh, Derek Lively uh, looks is I think is going to be a really good player. Yeah, he's he's, he's like, on he's on one of my all rookie teams for a reason. I mean, yeah, and I think Luca finally has like a guy that he can kind of just run these pick and rolls with and just whoop, just like alley oop it, and he this dude gets up. This dude oh gets up. God. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, like so I think I think Dallas kind of found they they found that guy that Luca could just could, Yeah, he, he needed he needed a uh I mean when they, big. when they signed JaVale McGee, they kind of thought JaVale would be this rim runner. Rim runner, yeah. Guy, but in high expectations for JaVale at this stage in his career. But yeah, no, it's I uh great great draft pick and Luke is definitely starting to build some chemistry with him and it'll only get better as the season goes. Another team, just to jump in front of you again, I'm sorry. Um uh, the Warriors, yep. Chris Paul trade, getting rid of Jordan Poole, who is now a part of the laughing stock Washington Wizards, <laughs> is, is looking like such a good trade. Such yeah, a good yeah, trade. It is. Chris Paul, the floor general. They've they've needed someone to man the the bench unit or really just any minutes that Steph Curry is not playing. The team just usually has fallen apart. And now they have a guy who's one of the best point guards in NBA history. He's just a, an assist machine, floor general. He's still playing well on defense. I mean, the Warriors are four and one. The team just looks they look good as hell. And Wiggins is like, he's had a slow start, Clay's. Everyone's kind of you know Draymond just got back. They don't even look like they're really in rhythm. But Chris Paul has been a great. Steph is being Steph. Steph is being Steph. Yeah, obviously he's he's. Clay Thompson had a nice little game winner the other night. I still think Steph Curry is the best show in the NBA. Like if you're gonna if you're trying to convince someone to like basketball, oh let's watch a Warriors game. That that should get them there. Maybe a Warriors versus Spurs game just to show them, you know, the the present and the future. But I don't know. I've just seen a couple of highlights or lowlights of of Jordan Poole and the Wizards, and they've been bad. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It was like, dude is really throwing off the backboard down by 20. Oh, just so bad. <laughs> oh, but you know why? They, but yeah, why was that? Because there was like a, I think Ruby Rose was in the stands. Isn't that her name? Ruby Rose? I think yeah, there, yep, yep, there's Ruby Rose. Yeah, like he's, he, him, and, him and Kuzma, I love it. I love it. There's, they're fun. They're fun. They're going to be so bad, but they're they're going to be a fun team to watch. <laughs> um. Okay, so I'll let you finish with the Wolves. How about this? I want to rant about a player real quick. I'll say what I have to say about the Bulls. End with the Wolves. Call it good. Let's see. Is there any anything else I want to talk about? Uh, so far, LeBron has looked amazing. Yep, yep. Oh uh, yeah, LeBron's look good. Yeah, 80s look great. Austin Reeves kind of need to see a little bit more from Austin Reeves. Um, last night he he ended up having a good game. Yeah, he needs um, to start hitting uh his three point overs. Okay, keep taking yeah, his one point five oh. Come on, Christian uh, Wood. Christian Wood has looked good for them. 
Yep, yep. Um, let's see, another team, just a quick rifle. Uh, Pistons, Cade Cunningham's looked like a beast. Turnover machine, but he's looked very good. Even Dylan Duran looks like a man amongst boys. Yeah, he's a franchise center. Damn. Yes. Who did they get in that draft? They got, they got Jalen Duran and Jaden Ivey. That was that draft? Yeah, that was. they are the same class. That's going to look, give that a couple years, and that's going to look like one of the best best drafts in Pistons history. He just came into the league as a grown man already. Like, like he's, he came in like 6'10", 250. Yeah, how do you – how do you, and then let him learn? Block machine. Um, okay, let's hear your rant. Uh, I hope I'm wrong about this. I hope I'm wrong about this, but I'm a fan of this player. I've always been a supporter of the brand at a young age, uh, the Triple Bs. But uh, LaMelo Ball might fucking stink. He has been hot garbage. Like, his shot selection, it's like, I don't think he gives a shit. Like, he just plays like he doesn't care. Like, again, he has, like, this fucking MILF porn star wife now, or girlfriend. Um, And he's just, like, on just doing his clothing brand shit. He drives really tacky cars. Um, Like, he has, like, this stupid-ass, like, orange camo tr- Hummer truck. I'm like, what the, what the fuck is he doing? Um, Maybe just, like, adds to more of how poverty of franchise the Hornets are. But this year, I like really, and a lot of other people thought this too. Like a healthy year of Lamelo, he's got some more around him. Like he's gonna have a good year. Yeah, that that was that but was like I was... feel like we're slowly seeing him regress. Like he's shooting like thirty percent from the field and like twenty five from deep. Yeah, like la- the la- last night game. Last night's game, he looked embarrassing. He got a lot of garbage time points to fix his stats, but like, I mean, he just. His shot selection's terrible. I mean, he's throwing up like one-legged threes, fadeaways. Like, it's not a good rim finisher at the rim, really. I mean, he's still a good rebounder and a great passer. I'll give him that. But, like, defensively, I just don't think he tries. And, like, Brandon Miller is good for them. Mark Mark Williams looks good for them. Yeah. I mean, P.J. Washington's been playing solid. Terry Rozier's been playing decent. Like, LaMelo just, like, he just can't put the ball. I mean, maybe he's just cold to start the year. Like, Which happens. I don't know. Yeah, but, like, he's been a 40% three-point shooter. Like, last year he was shooting about 40%, 38-39 from deep. And, I mean, he's not really – never really been a great two-point score, like, great scorer from the two-point range. But nope. and he just cannot put the ball. And, he like, he's getting the foul trouble. Like, he just – it's just careless, in my opinion. And Ugh. as a fan, I'm I'm worried. It's as early, a, but as I'm a worried. fan, you're worried. It's early, but like this just doesn't look good. I don't know if you've been paying close attention to how he's been playing, but no, I have. I'm just looking at, looking at his. It's, it's been hot garbage. Yeah, I mean, he's shooting his worst field goal and three point percentage of his career. Um, worst free throw percentage since his rookie year, the least amount of rebounds in his career. Let's see, the most turn. Uh, God, he's really always been a turnover machine. Um, turnover is about average. Yeah, he's a tr- he's a three turnover guy tonight. Yeah, I mean lowest points per game in his career. The team isn't doing well either. I mean, I think they're the second worst team in the East right now. I think this. But like should- Brandon Miller's, like, Brandon Miller's look good. Yeah, no, I, I, he, he's looked good. Mark Williams is a solid center moving forward. I think this just proves that young players need vets around them. They need stability. They need good players around them, or this is this is what happens. I mean, look, Anthony Edwards and Lamelo Ball, same draft class. Pick one, pick three, and Lamelo hasn't been to the playoffs once. His teams have been constantly towards the bottom. Michael Jordan really did a bad job. This is the one bad thing anyone can say about Jordan. He could not build a team around the mellow. And look what's happening. I mean, all these well, guys yeah, Miles, are... Miles Bridges is back on, like, his best, like, I mean, favorite. It's twin, abusive twin. <laughs> 
do your things, man. Is that <laughs> like, it? Is it just is it because he doesn't have his his bridges back? So he's just like not caring and not trying. Like I don't know. I it, I just don't. Boy Kai Jones is on TikTok dancing. The goat. This team. Infinity money. This team is just so. I think there needs to be an actual discourse about what Michael Jordan failed to do with this team. Yeah. I don't know when that starts, but uh, yeah, LaMelo, so much potential. The t- And the, the thing is, is, the team around him isn't that bad. Like, it's, it's not. No, good. it's not. But, like, he has NBA talent around him. LaMelo needs to be the engine for this team. He's the best player on this team. Yeah, and he's playing probably like the third best right now. No, he's playing like the fourth best. He's been hot garbage. Yeah. Mm, All right. Well, what's uh, what was the other point that you wanted? Oh, you want to you wanted to say something about the Bulls? Yeah, I'm over it. Trade Zach. See what we can get for tomorrow. I don't know why we signed Vooch. Like, I mean, Vooch has like been. I can I can always count on Vooch to get like a gritty 18 and 15 a night. I don't mind seeing that. It's what I expect, but like. Zach, I mean, if Zach is scoring, it's funny. One of my good friends, fan of the podcast, um, back my friend David back home, he's a basketball coach too, and he's like, dude, I just can't stand watching Zach Levine anymore. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, and I, I told him that, and he's like, I'm so happy you, I'm so happy you said this. I was like, I, I, I love where your head's at. I'm like, I just, I just don't think he's a winning player. Do you score if you score fifty and you're losing against the Pistons, like you're not a winning basketball player. It's something. You're not a winning basketball player. You just aren't. And he's just so streaky. He's just so streaky. And it's just like the same shit. Like his, his bag has just not changed in the last three years. Dribble, dribble, step back, or just like try to get to the lane or take a bad two-point jumper, hope it goes in. Like, And then he's this, an inefficient defender. So it's like on top of yeah. on top of being a streaky offensive player, he is not a solid defender. So it's like you're really just getting mediocre on both sides of the ball. Like if the, if the Sixers want him, like go ahead, have him. In all honesty, I don't think Zach Levine is putting the Sixers into the Eastern Conference Finals, but <laughs> whatever. I mean, Demar is just kind of looking old. Yeah, dude, I don't know if that's like a good. He's like thirty-five. I mean, Demar like is not looked like he has the last couple of years. He's just missing a lot of sh- – it's early again, but he's also kind of just missing a lot of shots. Pat Williams just is, again, like, I know, like, Zach Lowe is just all about this Pat Williams hype. He's oh. just like, there's something about Pat Williams I just can't – it's so funny to be talking about. He's like, there's something about Pat Williams I just can't – I'm just not – I haven't given up yet. But, like, I don't know, man. He's such a deer in headlights. He's just – Tory Craig should honestly be starting over Pat Williams, to be honest, from what I've from what I've watched personally well the thing is is that he just wanted that 20 million dollar a year uh pay increase and then i know and like he's so young where the bulls like feel like they almost have to give it to him but it's just like you're not worth go on the open market please i would tell him go on the open market let's see who pays you 20 million dollars yeah i promise you you'll not find a team that pays you 20 million dollars well he'll be he'll be a restricted free agent next year so we'll be able to see that happen um well i know your point i just wanted i just wanted to do a russo has been the most valuable player on the scene yeah dude it's alex caruso later legend um i have a question how many current 2009 draft class players can you name off your dome you just mentioned demar Derozan. can you name Um, any other give me the can you give me the first two teams that drafted that year? The first two teams that drafted that year are the Clippers like, and then the the Grizzlies. Oh, Clippers and Grizzlies? Yeah. So it would be Blake Griffin, um, Asim to, Asim to be or whatever? Yep, yeah, so who, who are any current players that are still active from this draft class? I like – I like it's weird because I'd have to, like, know the teams – like, I have to like almost know the draft order. Um, but that's Steph's draft. Yep, that's Steph's draft. So Steph is active and Damar is active. Yeah. Okay. Um was that a really bad class? Uh not that. I mean, like I mean it had Blake Griffin and Steph Curry and Damar DeRozan and another guy that just got traded two days ago. 
Was that Harden's class too? That's Harden's class. Okay. So you have Curry, Harden. I like I like couldn't like just rank name guys off the top of my head to be honest until like I saw like I'd like have to like look at yeah, I'd have to like look at the teams. Then I would the, they don't click, but the only other guys are uh the only other guys that are also second rounders is Danny Green, Patty Mills, and I believe Patrick Beverly. Yeah, those are the three other guys that are current. I don't know. I was just on the draft class. Yeah, I don't know. Chicago has been dealing with middling uncertainty and just uh just weird play. You yeah, know, I just I just don't think they have the point guard to like make the Levine Demar thing work. It worked when Lonzo was the engine, but like Kobe White's not a point guard. No, no, he's not, he's not controlling the pace. He's not pushing the tempo. Like, well, it's Kobe's sad too because nice. this will always be, this will always be a what if, what if Lonzo Ball, what if Derrick Rose never got hurt? What if Lonzo Ball never got hurt? Dude, you and point guards, man. Chicago and point guards is just bad luck. Bad luck. And I mean, isn't it all because of the shoes that he wore? Isn't the 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 BB BB BBB shoes? Well, what a lot of people say too is like Lavar like made him and Lamelo work like work out on concrete so much. Oh, like growing up, that like it wore down on their bodies, like with Lamelo's ankles and Lando's knees. I guess that was like one yeah. thing I randomly heard. That doesn't. That doesn't. That sounds like bullshit to me. Do you think it's I don't know. That was just something that I mean, just, like, like what what and what are other what are other people what are other kids practicing on? Depends. I don't know. I yeah. I mean I think it's valid. I don't think I think it's not great for your body. Yeah, I yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, and yeah, those garbage shoes too, probably. I think the shoes had a big part of it. Yeah, what if? I mean, when the last time they had Lonzo, they were top three seed in the East. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. They're number one. They're number, They're number one. one. Oof. Oof. Do you remember wow. how excited I was that year? We were number one going to the All-Star break. I'm like, we're this back. Is this is it. We're, we're back. back. We're back. Balls right back. Ball's back. I was like dreaming about like being at a bar and blacking, getting blackout drunk, watching watching Lonzo Ball hit a corner three to take the lead with, with 40 seconds left. Clock's winding down. I take, I grab two beers at the bar and I dump them all over myself take my clothes off and put on the Chicago flag and run around the Cowboy Jacks in my underwear and then probably getting arrested. But you would have got me the Monday morning. <laughs> I'm like, did I miss the parade? <laughs> I missed the parade. Still go. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's the Chicago Bulls for you. And if I do want to say one thing about the Minnesota Timberwolves is. Yeah, finish, finish on the Wolves. Bring us home with the Wolves. Wolves are back. Okay. Wolves okay. are back. Denver, Denver win, they're back. <laughs> Wolves are back. You know, everyone's going to point fingers. Oh, you know, we lost to Atlanta. We blew a 20-point lead. Okay. Well, in the first half, we had the best offensive rating, best offensive rating of any half for any team this season. And then, yeah, in the second half, we had the worst offensive rating of any team of the season. So, yeah, you know, like, we've seen the best this team can be. We've seen the worst this team can be. And what do we do when adversity, when we hit adversity with our backs up against the wall, with everyone saying Wolves aren't back? What do we do? Wolves came back. Wolves are back. I was at the game. Anthony Edwards, man. Nas Reed, dude. Just two words. Nas Reed. Nas Reed. He's a good Oh my God! I should have should have had him as my off the pine MVP. Nas Reed is he's legitimate an six man of the year candidate. Legitimate, he's an engine. The when the bigs are all working, it is crazy. Oh my God! Anthony Edwards is a leader. Mike Conley, new nickname Bike Bike. I don't think I like it. Kind of weird, <laughs> Bike Bike. I don't know. But Mike Conley, yeah, Minnesota no. Mike, he's still been directing the ship. Jaden McDaniels is back. Sadly, he put his hairs back in cornrows, but it looked great when it was natural. I felt like I was watching Julius Irving, like playing on playing on my court with Julius Irving. I don't know. That was I liked it. But this team, I like it. Denver's the best team in the league. They were undefeated. 
fresh off a championship. And they come into Minnesota. Who we lost to them in five games in the playoffs. They said we were the hardest team that they went against in the playoffs. Yep. We didn't have Nas Reed. We didn't have Jaden McDaniels. Kyle Anderson got injured and we lost the series. But all of them are back. All of them are back. And that means Wolves back. Wolves are back. I don't know. It was a great game to watch, actually. Uh, when this team clicks, it just looks so good. Rudy Dobear is playing aggressive defense for the first time in Minnesota. He's just making the extra effort. He's looking like that DPOY that we saw in Utah. And Cats had a slow start to the season, not shooting the yeah. ball well. Haven't loved, haven't loved what I've seen there. And Ant has found the issues of kind of being a little ISO heavy, uh, kind of. I think he's seen a great from three. He is, he is. But like, it, this team is a better team when they move the rock. I wrote about this in my first article, but the reason why we lost our first game of the season is we had only 20 assists on 34 field goals, which is 58%. Right, so fifty-eight percent of our made baskets came off of assists, and although the preseason when we were undefeated, that number was at sixty-nine percent. So it shows when we're a team that passes the ball and we move the rock. I mean, this goes for every team, but when you move the ball more and you have more assists, you're gonna have more. It's just gonna make your shots easier, and we just gotta get back to that. The ball gets stagnant too often when we're down in a rut. Cat and Ant try to just play hero ball. And uh, didn't happen last night, though. Wolves are back. Wolves are back. Oh, wait, sorry. Sorry, I'm I'm getting a phone call. Oh, oh, wolves are back? Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, this is is great. First week is in the books. Really excited to kind of see. Oh, I guess we do have a couple minutes before the timer goes off. Okay, what is your least favorite jersey that just dropped? I think uh Oh the the Denver ones with the fucking numbers in the middle. <laughs> it's that's bad. Miami Heat is so bad. The heat next, culture. Ooh, the next they really one. do the heat culture on the uniform. That's so bad. It's so bad. Why uh, do half these uniforms have like the words like diagonal or like going like I guess doing like a swerve? Like it's like just, what like is Nike like is like or is Nike just doing a thing where they like they chug a beer and then you put your head in the baseball bat and you spin it around and you're like put the words put them somewhere boom <laughs> yeah, they, it's like they made these jerseys on a time crunch they only had a certain amount of time to do it and they're just I mean Atlanta's jersey is like literally like Times New Roman ATL in lowercase on a black jersey with a blue stripe Memphis is like Aztec, right? <laughs> I, I do kind of like Memphis's. There's there's this unique. There's this cool. There's, like, I think whoever, whoever the design team was, I think they just one day they just smoked a lot of weed, and they're just like so like instead of like for this Nuggets jersey, instead of like words, I think numbers <laughs> would just speak louder than words. <laughs> like you have to be looking at that jersey like nine eight zero. I'm just like I'd be like I'm not wearing this shit. <laughs> It's like stupid. It looks like a prison number. Oh my god. C block. They're out there at C block. Yeah, what? I just I just don't get it how many of these teams just strayed away from their like their team colors and their and their like Indiana's colors. I, I don't like there's why is there turquoise in here? The wizards colors. Yeah. It's wizards like, have like it's like rusty brown. What? Um, let's see what else like San Antonio's is really cool. I mean, there are some really wolves good have, Yeah, Wolves have one of the best forms. I like Wolves. They're clean. Excited to see them on the court. Like, yeah, the, 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 oh, yeah, the in-tournament season, the season tournament courts, like, ooh, a lot of those are cool. Those I, thought, are, I thought the Wolves, the Wolves baby blue one, I thought it was, like, the cleanest. I think they all look sick. I think. Do this, you think they're, like, do you think that, like, throws players off seeing, like, these colored courts? Do you I don't think know. It's, like, it's going to be weird for some people? That's what I was thinking, because, like, you're like so used to be able to see the court a certain type of way. I feel like you almost need to go practice on it a little bit and like 
just kind of deal with like the colors clashing. I feel like it might like fuck with your eyes. They're all pretty. They're all pretty bright colors. If they were darker, I'd be worried about like going out of bounds more often. Yeah. But what I think this should mean, and we only have a minute left. I hope, I solemnly swear, that they better bring back the trophy decal onto the finals courts. If they're gonna never got never necessarily got rid of it. Why would you get rid of it? There was, it was the greatest thing in the world when we were 12, 13 years old and it's Lakers and it's felt felt like the finals. It felt like the finals. It felt like the finals and it just hasn't, I don't know. I don't know Um, what year they went away with that, but we need that back. Are you happy with East versus West all-star game format back? Yeah, I think, I mean. I like it too. I'm happy. It still doesn't like mean anything because isn't it like, didn't it used to be whoever won the all-star, whatever conference won the all-star game it meant that that team got home field advantage in the i don't know if baseball baseball did that baseball did that i don't know if the nba did that um well hey off the pine fans thank you for listening to another episode of our podcast um if you want to come on the pod, let us know. And thank you to all the shorties that be listening to my podcast late at night at 2 a.m. Thinking yep. about me. What do you call them? Your, your Pluto girls? Is that it? It wasn't, it wasn't them. <laughs> oh, well, Let's end it. Let's end it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And remember, there's no more ride in the bench. It's Jack and Trick. And we're off the pod. <laughs>